Welcome to Reach Out Radio. Our mission is to share stories of those members in our community and their journey to Jesus. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and OrchardChurch.life. Share us with a friend, and don't forget to tell someone about Jesus today. Well, hello there. So, I am sitting here reflecting on the next steps of, you know, who we should invite to interview and what order we should do it in. And, um, and I realized that I am a super indecisive person. So if you give me two desserts, holy camoli, you're torturing me because I will sit there and stare at both desserts and it will be a very, very difficult choice. And I'm not even a dessert person. Um, let's say pastas, carbs, anything like a potato chip. That's, that's what'll get me. But further, I I thought about this whole decision-making process, right? And, um, you know, if I Google, like, how to make a decision, a million models come up. And most of them are, like, seven-step models, which is kind of funny in itself that they're all seven steps, you know? Some of them are ten steps. But um, just from a very generic standpoint, uh, one seven-step model uh, said it was an ethical decision-making model. And its seven steps were laid out as one, recognize the ethical issue, two, get the facts, three, evaluate, four, look at alternative actions and make a decision, five, test that decision, six, act, and then seven, reflect on the outcome. Now, most of the time when I make a decision, Um, As a Christian, I should be praying about that decision, and I am notorious for bypassing that whole step called prayer. Um, I usually go off my gut. I've done that so many times, and now uh, in this later part of my life, I'm trying to figure out how to make decisions without doing that, um, that whole bypass prayer and go with your gut. Because many times I have gone with my gut, and it has led me astray. Or, you know, that phrase, follow your heart, right? So so I further kept, you know, researching through like, okay, well, what's a more biblical way, a more Christian-minded way to make a good decision? Um, Philippians 4, uh, verses 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understandings, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. That was a long verse. But basically, a lot of these seven-step discernment models, um, you know, I've gone through several of them, and I think I came down to the gist of, like, what they all kind of commonly say. And a lot of it flows through, like, if you have something that you want to make a decision on, um, it's often recommended to stay in prayer. Lots of people will tell us all the time, like, pray about it, right? And we're like, oh, yeah, I'll pray about it. Thank you and pray for me. But what do you do, you know, besides just, you know, kneel at the foot of your bed and say a little prayer? Um, and then what, right? Um, I My mind's always spinning. And uh, I know a lot of people journal. I've heard a lot about journaling that, that people will say, like, oh, my gosh, you should totally journal have a prayer journal so that you can go back and um, 
look at, you know, everything that you have prayed about over the years and write the successes in there and how God answers your prayer. And that can make a huge difference um, to encourage you to continue to do it more and more. Um, and, you know, at our church, uh, Pastor Jim, uh, Jim Jackson is our pastor and his wife, Julie, is um, very wise and she's funny and super articulate. And so a lot of times I, I love going to her because um, she's super sassy pants too. And she just kind of helps um, guide me and she puts me in my place um, in a loving fashion, of course. But she has really cool journals. And she showed me once um, I was struggling with something, you know, I think uh, oftentimes I'll ask her like, hey, let's go out for a taco. And uh, we went for a taco. And I remember being at the Mexican restaurant and I was just like sobbing, crying because I was stressed out over a decision. We have three kids and our oldest was you know, trying to make decisions about college and struggling with different things in life. And, and I just was... I didn't know what to do, so I needed to seek counsel. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to the big guns. So Julie was kind enough to take me out, and she gave me this beautiful little um, uh, kind of like a box, and it was just a gratitude box. And and she sat with me and, and showed me her prayer journal and how she organizes her thoughts. And, and uh, it, it guided me a lot and just gave me an example of what I could do um, to uh, improve my ways as a Christian, especially in decision-making process. So if this helps any, um, one of the seven steps, and I kind of wrote down one version was very simple. They basically laid it out like one, pray, two, seek understanding, three, seek information, four, have reflection, five, pray about the decision, six, have action, and seven, study the spiritual direction. Now that one seems a little vague, you know, like when you're looking at seven steps to discernment, this particular layout kind of had it like that. And um, I thought, okay, well, there's, you know, that one was a little more vague for me and I needed a little bit more um, uh, layout. It had to make a little bit better sense. So uh, when you look at Proverbs 3, verses five through eight. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Psalms ninety twelve, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So everywhere in the Bible, as I start to kind of seek through, there, there are verses everywhere that point to wisdom and the fact that we need to seek counsel and the fact that we always need to be praying about our decisions um, to pray for guidance, because it always says in the Bible, it points you back that God will give you wisdom. So, um, you know, I, I need to be better about writing things down so that I have a more... Um, you know, just more method to how I go about making decisions and praying about decisions. And so, like I said, one of my, my new things that I'm going to do is kind of try to work on this whole idea of a prayer journal and see how that um, guides me in my thoughts. Um, uh, let's see, First John uh, chapter 5, verse 14 says, And this is the confidence that we have toward him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 
And James chapter 1, verse 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. So I go back and, you know, it's there's places everywhere where it lists in the Bible that, you know, there is a process to it. <clears throat> and we have to kind of be good about that process. So uh, another um, article I was reading broke it down in these seven ways, like when you're trying to make a, a decision. One, pray for God's guidance and seek his will. And I like the way that kind of laid itself out because it was a little more clear. Then two, praise God for his blessings. Three, go to the scriptures. Then it goes four, use your Christ's redeemed mind to analyze the situation. Five, seek godly counsel. So not only are you praying for God's will, leaving it up to God, listening for God's word, but it's also saying, hey, don't be a ding dong. Go seek godly counsel. Listen to those around you. Six, analyze your motivations. And for me, I probably add in there, analyze your emotions because I'm a very emotional person and I'm quick to um, make decisions. So I probably analyze my emotions as well. And then seven, accept that the answer may not be as clear as you desire. And that one, that's a pretty good way of saying a lot of different things. You know, you could accept that the answer may not be what you expected, (laughs) or it may not come as clearly as you expected or within the time that we expect, right? So um, that's a hard one sometimes to swallow. So I kept going back to those seven steps and uh, trying to evaluate them once more, right? So obviously we have a concern and the first thing we want to do is take that concern and pray about it. And so most of these guidances, you know, that I have researched, they all kind of start in prayer. They all kind of point to pray for guidance and even, um, you know, the least religious one, when it says recognize the ethical issue, get the facts and evaluate. Well, really, ultimately, if we're in a state of prayer, who better than God to guide us on uh, how to discern and how to evaluate the situation, right? So um, this last version, the first step, obviously, was pray for guidance. And then the second step in this particular version said be humble, avoid pride, Admit we don't have all the answers. And then it says, even biblically, it tells us to take our requests to God and seek counsel from others. So I kind of like this last version where the first step was pray for guidance. Figure out what it is you want to pray about, about it, write it down. Then two, come at it with humility and know that we don't have all the answers and, and know that we have to ask God Um, to guide us in making these decisions because only God will enlighten us in ways that, you know, we could never know about the situation. Um, Proverbs chapter 11, verse four says, where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in abundance of counselors, there is safety. So that just reiterates one more time, like, hey, we need to seek godly counsel. So if you don't have um, someone you can go to, find somebody. You know, there's got to be someone out there within your church that you look, you know, this next Sunday, look around the room and, you know, take an account of maybe three people that, you know, you could go to. And if you've never gone to it, my suggestion would be test the waters and ask them a question. 
go to them. Start warming up that hotline. Get that phone number on, you know, in get that on your dial tone in your in your cell phone. So um, the third step in this goes to fear God. Um, it's kind of that whole process of like you're going to bring it up to prayer. You're going to be humble about it and be respectful about it. Um, Proverbs 1 verse 7 in this particular layout said, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So at some point when we have something we're bringing up to God, I have to remember now to be humble, right? And and respectful and and now trust in God. So that was the fourth one, trust God in his plan. And uh, it was laid out, Hebrews eleven six, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw man, sorry, let me read that again. Hebrews eleven six, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So it's having that, that blind trust, that faith, that if we do take whatever's, you know, stressing us out and we pray about it and we're humble to say, Lord, I'm giving this up to you. I'm not strong enough or wise enough to make this decision. Help me make this decision, Lord, and and fear him, you know, be respectful of what the outcome may, may be shown. Then five, they said, commit to follow through and show faithfulness. Uh, Proverbs 16, 9, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Six, time is precious. So don't let distractions get in the way of God's purpose. Um, that's another part, right? That, you know, while we're waiting, if it seems like the answer is taking forever, um, I think in another episode I talked about that, like we become really good uh, at changing our path or finding a distraction while we sit and wait. And that distraction could derail us. You know, it could cut us off from the blessings that are headed down the way. Um, So how do we avoid distractions? Well, number seven in this particular seven-step process was read the Bible. Stay in the Word. For the Bible helps us discern God's truth in all situations. And uh, they had 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So um, kind of heavy, uh, but what I'm starting to learn is that I went through and I looked at all these different ways and they all kind of basically have that common thread, you know, and they call it a seven step process, but ultimately um, even in our prayer journals, right? That's what I'm, I'm trying to be better and trying to be a little bit more, you know, have method to everything so that I can track my progress as well. Um, so I think even just the idea of having a prayer journal by my bedside um, would take a lot of stress out of life that I could just, you know, sit there and, and put on paper like what it is that I want to pray for. Um, and you know, one, write it down Two, avoid all pride, be humble about it and just focus on what it is that I want to ask God for. Um, three, be respectful of fear God and, and understand that, that I am humble and I'm laying myself and, and my concern down in God's hands and that I have to trust in him. 
and then five that I have to commit and follow through. Um, and so I have to stay in prayer. Um, I have to read my Bible and realize that, uh, that time is precious and that I need to not be distracted and just put a lot of effort into, um, listening for God's word and not getting distractions to pull me from listening to God's word, which is not easy to do because sometimes even in the simple thing you go and, um, especially, you know, girlfriends, the first thing we do is I'll go to my girlfriends and say, Hey, I'm so stressed out about this. I totally need your advice. Right. And then what happens? We all get together and we all start talking about whatever it is, the advice is. Um, and sometimes the counsel isn't good and, uh, it can be very self-centered, the answer, right? Like, so, you know, it, just writing this all down and kind of reviewing it with you helps remind me that, yeah, I need to, uh, make sure I'm always going about it in, in a good positive way. So I hope that, uh, you know, breaking down these steps kind of helps you, um, in some way that if you have a decision to make. Maybe this will help you in how you pray about it. So to reiterate one last time, a simple, simple way is pray for God's guidance, ask for his blessings, go to the scriptures, seek godly counsel, stay in the word, and ultimately, I guess we have to accept that the answer may not be as clear as we want. The answer will come in God's time. And the answer is God's will. So hope this helps. Um, I hope that, you know, you guys can utilize this when you're praying about your own decisions. And uh, in this next season of podcasts and what we bring up, we'll try to work harder at, I know I will, at writing down my concerns and maybe working on my prayer journal. All right. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. Reach Out Radio is made possible by listeners like you. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and OrchardChurch.life. Share us with a friend, and don't forget to tell someone about Jesus.